0: Into my lap that completes the order. However, you wanna go. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Yo, what's up? It's Black Loud Proud, and this is Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser, It's a lot of noise in my background right now, and you know why? I am enjoying myself for the first time in seven whole days. It's some motherfucking, I don't know, I feel like old people. What is this? Um, VH1, hip-hop honors, all hail the queen. Which I think is interesting. But anyway. <laughs> fuck the Rhonda Um I'm going to put some of this shit on silent. Um, at least, uh, at least while I Still how blessed Lord, I don't know how to work my devices. I'm putting this shit on silent, at least while I'm on commercial, right? So my sister came over, we chatted for a while, talked about the conditions, what's what's, what's going on, what's going on. And um I came back in and I was like, God damn, I'm the fuck around and miss Loving Hip Hop and Lama. Yes. I watch loving Hip Hop and, and Lama. Why? Because there's life lessons. Lessons that I could take back into the community and use that are actually great, and it takes my mind off the fucked upness of the fucking world. And if you have a problem with that, I really don't care. So I was like, damn, I done missed Goddamn Love of Hip Hop Atlanta. Let me check my DVR. Yes, I DVR it. So next thing I know, this fucking VH1 special comes on, and it's everything I needed and more. Oh my god like what like they don't make music in people like this anymore here is my joy um this is my motherfucking joy for the week I've been feeling my it down I've been feeling my day bad <laughs> to that day I see you VH1 <laughs> anyway um just a, a quick question for this shit um come back on what hell does Dana Owens, aka Queen Latifah, eat? Because her black is just not cracking. I just—am I not drinking enough water? Am I even though I'm vegan? Am I still eating too many processed foods? Like, is Queen Latifah vegan? What the fuck? What the fuck is she eating? Anyway, it's been real out here in the field, y'all. Like, so so real, so real. Like, I don't even know. Where to start? It's just been so real. Did I say this is Straight Yak? No motherfucking chaser? Brought to you by the Black Queen Collective. Um, It's been... <laughs> you know it's hard out here for a... Pe- Hold on. I'm going to pause this shit real quick because... <laughs> Felicia Rashad just came out, bitch! Honey, Fantasia and them just killed that Missy tribute. Somebody asked me to review the BET Awards, but baby, we eons away from that. We is deep into this vh one honors for all the queens. Taysha killed you. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I got some on my motherfucking heart from that tribute. <clears throat> Lately, you don't pay me no mind. You act like you don't love me no more. Maybe you need space or some time. Your attitude is unpredictable. And I don't want to make you unhappy. If you're not happy, then you're free to go on. Because I don't want you staying around. If I make you so me, you don't want me, then don't talk to me, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Bye. If you don't want me, you don't have to talk to me. Anyway, um, go ahead and free yourself. <laughs> you play a game, you don't want me, don't talk to me. Hey, go ahead and free yourself, boy. Anyway, y'all, life at times is real down here in these fucking streets. Um, It's been two weeks. And in the last two weeks, I don't know, I've had, like, some of the most tumultuous and, like, joyous times of my life. So I took my ass to Africa. And I'm not here to debate with you Negroes about that bullshit-ass geography lesson they gave you in the fourth grade like they Gave me gonna show me a goddamn picture. Oh, shit. I posted. No, 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 no. I'm probably missing the show. I <laughs> am. So the award show is almost over, right? And so I'm like strolling down Facebook. Like I deleted Facebook and um, Instagram off my phone. Like I didn't delete my accounts, but I deleted them off my phone. And I've like been carefully perusing Facebook at my own leisure and seldom, like pretty much posting what's on my mind and not so much reading. So here's where I made the mistake of reading. It's a commercial. I goes to read and something pops up and it's like Black Lives Matter just delivered their 10-point manifesto, and this is what they want. Now, this was published July 10th, right? They're playing Campaign Zero, which is interesting because Campaign Zero is not Black Lives Matter and wouldn't align themselves as such, but you would have to be really paying close attention to no such things anyway. One, end broken window policing, which aggressively polices minor crimes in an attempt to start, stop larger ones. Two, use community oversight for misconduct rather than having the police department decide what consequences officers should face. Make standards for police use of deadly force. I already done got the three, and I'm just like, so basically, you want a cleaner report when they kill us? Like, none of this makes sense. You're not asking for anything that you know liberates black people that is like i mean i could just keep going on and people would make an argument that maybe it is like provide more training for police officers come on now anybody with a fucking job and i don't give a fuck if it's mcdonald's has had on-the-job training how seriously do we take that shit like when they sit you down and be like oh watch this video i don't give up. i don't give a fuck don't think training gonna help require officers to wear body cameras why The point of this here podcast is to discuss what's been going on in the last two weeks. Last week, we saw not once, but twice, damn near three times a fucking lady. We saw black people murdered or dying on camera at the hands of the police. State-sanctioned violence. What's on the video, bitch? Fuck you mean a body camera? Soon as I first even heard the idea that we should have body cameras, back in 2014, whether it was August or September, whenever it was, because, you know, the impetus of it all was our brothers and sisters who took and stood their ground um, in Ferguson, on West Florissant, and on... um, I can't even tell you how many times I passed that damn place. I can't even think of the name. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, so, when I heard that concept of body cameras, I was like, are you fucking stupid? The only thing that body cameras would benefit is officers when they're trying to pin some shit on us and hem us up. And then the people who manufacture them and get the contracts to supply them to the police stations. Those are the only people winning in that situation. You know goddamn well ain't no police department in this United States of a fucking amnesia gonna use no tape to incriminate no fucking officers. Look at Chicago. Oh we, we don't have the, the audio or look at look look at Now, see, I had said I drank too much in Egypt, so I wouldn't go drink no more. But I lied. Hold on, because I got to do a whole shot. Straight yak. No motherfucking chaser. Damn, I done forgot. the Performance? Shit. So wait hey, Comment going on and on about black women Comment This black woman did not forget You told me I should extend my hand to the white man Get your motherfucking life And figure out which side you want was it said you cannot be neutral On a motherfucking moving train boy So yeah I don't remember what I was just saying But watching this award show Is interesting Oh I was saying comment Boy I didn't for fucking it Y'all are forgiving y'all for forgiving and forgetting common and I'm not. Go on here with your bitch ass. Cause once a bitch, always a bitch. That's how I feel about it. Anyway. Um Yeah, this manifesto. And like these ten points, honey. child, you should have just copied and pasted what um Huey and um uh Bobby Seal and the rest of them. Did because this shit here, honey? No god. End of police use of military equipment. Okay, that's legit. Implement police union contract that whole office accountable for misconduct. Honey, they supposed to be held accountable already. See, this is the thing. Everybody wondering what to do, 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 what to do. What to do. The first thing is. Study. You have to study first. Like, I was listening to w, WPFW 89.3 FM, which is the D.C. community um, ran, operated, funded station here in Washington, D.C. Um, you can catch me on WPFW quite often. I co-produce some, like, specials here and there. And um, they actually... Um, lend themselves to helping me more than I help them Um, shout out to WPFW you can check them out WPFWFM.org and listen live your station for jazz and justice um, they're pretty awesome Um, they've been lending the Black Queen Collective um, space so we can do our monthly events where a percentage of the profits are donated to a community organization or program every month which is amazing Um, this month's program, pray for me. It's on the 23rd. I haven't done a lot of promotion, but tell a friend to tell a friend because you know somebody that's in the DMV, which is DC, Maryland, or Virginia. Um, it's on the 23rd, www.blackqueencollective.com. Um, life is tough. So I'm going to just go ahead and have me another shot of Hennessy early in the game. Um let me see digging through my stuff why do i have ginger in my bag where my hennessy is <sighs> get get your life like real fresh ginger um i guess that's really not a bad thing listen i had some little shot bottles can't find them all that's okay because i got my other bottle right here um people, the fir- I was listening to today, and my mentor, um, my G, Gregory, <laughs> Greg Carr, um, Dr. Carr, the chair of the African American Studies program at Howard, um, the exact reason why I'm probably recording this podcast and not at VH1 Honors turning up in the entertainment industry, because that's essentially what I wanted to do until I ran into that brother. But anyway, listening to Dr. Carr earlier, and he talked about how Studying is so important because studying allows us to shape our analysis of the world and everything that's going around us. And that is one of the most powerful things that the Black Panther Party had going for them. Um, I'll admit, up until a few years ago, I just had this romanticized ideal about what the Black Panther Party was, right? Um, I was thinking... Afros and pigs and leather jackets and guns and kick ass black people with an attitude, power to the people, you know, that shit. But the reality is the Black Panther Party was the biggest threat to the United States of America thus far, fam, which is the reason why they developed Quintel Pro and so, you know, soaked all their resources and did so much crazy shit. To take down the Panther Party. Why? Because it was the shit they was they all read, they all like it was a part of their lifestyle. Like studying was a part of the life. And too often we don't study enough. Because if we study, we would see easily, so easily, that like oh y'all, I finally cleaned up my room. Hallelujah. Shackles off my feet so I can walk around my room. Yeah, I can walk around my room. Corner of my room is fine and clean and I can see the <laughs> Um <laughs> Praise you through my circumstance. Yeah. So I finally hung this piece that I got from the shed. Um this awesome shop ran by, by my family in Detroit. If you're in Detroit, check them out. If you're online, check them out the shed. They on Etsy, um, all that shit, shit. I should post something on my website or activate my Instagram and put it up for you. But the shed is the shit. I got like this, um, I don't know. I'm not an artist and I don't really know how to describe art, but it's like, um, I don't know. It's the collage of shit on this beautiful piece of like plexiglass or some sort. And it's like, Ida B. Wells boss ass, right? And it has like all of these articles that she wrote about, you know, um, lynching and all of this shit, right? These are like the these are like the same headlines almost in twenty sixteen. Like all the headlines from the last like week, two week. I mean, all the headlines from every day. Because the thing is, this sh- this type of shit happens every with just some niggas that's in the fight, and when we step up in the fight, we rock the fight. Are we rocking the fight? Not really. Especially not when motherfuckers out here talking about rocking the vote, but whatever. So, what was I getting at? Abby Wills, this painting on my wall. I don't remember. When you study, that's what I was talking about. When you study, you have a better understanding of everything that happened, right? So, in like 1891, let me see, honey. Sometimes it gets cloudy. I lie like a motherfucker. In 1884, um, Ida B. Wells was on a train, G, and she was riding in what she thought her proper motherfucking spot. And some crack-ass cracker came through and tried to remove her from the train. Bullshit. Ida B. You know how people always pass around that meme to be like, Rosa Parks, um, 1955, nah, or some shit like that? No. Ida B. Wells, 1884, nah, player not getting up off this motherfucker. And when they tried to rip her off that shit, I think she bit old buddy hand. I didn't want to play with you. She didn't come to play with you hoes. So, <clears throat> when you realize that Ida B. Wells went to court, there was a whole process, yada, 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 she won, No motherfuckers came back and reversed the case on her ass. How sway? When you look at the progress that was made during Reconstruction, and then the Black Codes that followed, and then Jim Crow, and then, you know, we did all that marching and protesting for the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment, which most people don't even know what the fuck they really are. We did all of that shit. We asked for the reform. We asked for the amendments. And it's 2016, and we're having this conversation right now because nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And it's like, on record, there's been 500, almost 600 people killed by the police in the U.S. this year already. That's just on record. You know, they don't have to, they don't have to provide information about the fatalities, you know, like. In these places, like, it's not a requirement. So those, that's just the number we have on record. Just like there's a number on record for how many people that were enslaved. Just like there's a record for how many um, people that were lynched. That's bullshit, fam. Like, it's on average three a day to our knowledge. Same shit, different cast. If I, oh, if I can say Whitney sang that shit when she sang it, didn't she? Say script, different cat. Or was that Deborah Cox? Because y'all know Deborah Cox got pipes. I don't know why. Maybe she got on a pipe. Maybe that's why she's not out and about and doing it. I don't know. Um, But, yo, for real, seriously, we have to study. Once you do a deep study of, like, capitalism and imperialism and, you know, this global system that we're part of, and more specifically, this bullshit-ass system, this quote-unquote democracy in the United States, you'll realize that a lot of the old methods are just not going to fucking work anymore. And some of the old methods will absolutely work. Study circles. That, like, Walter Rodney, you know, talked avidly about in like "Grounders" with my with my brothers or brethren. "Grounders" with my brother or "Grounds" with my brethren. If you look it up, Walter Rodney, you can figure out one of them motherfuckers. Um, but study groups was a really integral part of like the work that our ancestors did because you have to study, and it's like you know a lot of people are talking about like the art of war, woo woo cool. I don't know who wrote that shit. Sunzu, I don't know Sun Tzu. I do know Baba Jacob H. Carruthers. Jacob H. Carruthers, if you don't know him, familiarize yourself with him. It's an awesome book in Bible, which I think I'm looking at right now next to my bed, Intellectual Warfare. Baba Carruthers says, you have to study your enemy. So it's not about just going through and learning, you know, like all of this shit and France Fanon and um, Robert E. Williams, you know, like those like during moments like this where people are looking to, you know, become radicalized or get more information or, you know, like the the thought is shifting just a bit um, where it wasn't before. Wretched of the Earth is always a go to book. Right. So I'm about to actually go through that and try to read it from front the back because I've read it like the scholar that I am, but I haven't read it in, in whole entirety. Also, one that's definitely a go-to on some Trill shit, um, another required reading by the Panthers, so is Retro Earth, is Negroes with Guns by Robert fucking, that's what that F stands for for me, Robert fucking Williams, yo. like, that book is so Trill, it's like maybe 80, 90 pages. It's a simple, quick, Trill-ass read. The trillest, shortest read of your life. Um, check that out, Negroes with Guns. Um, when you study, you get a better understanding. You have these human beings that often seem like towering giants. You get a better understanding of what it is um, they were about, what it is they did, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Um, and you're able to channel that energy and that knowledge into something that is your own, that you can take hold of. And it's like but right now, the big talk is Boy, God, there's a fucking text message going around. It ain't no secret. <laughs> you can smell it on my clothes, because It ain't no secret. <laughs> give me that gray goose and put that yak back. I don't know what um, eight ball was on, but mm-mm, keep that gray goose and give me that yak back. Ooh, so... Little oh, this Hennessy Black right here. Okay, um, Hennessy Black for Princess Black, cool. So, you gotta really dig into the study, you know what I mean? Like, that's important. And when people talk about boycott, that's all fine and dandy, but like the successful boycotts from the past and the most you know famous. But not even more so talked about point of history is, you know, what popped off in December of 1955 in um, Montgomery, Alabama. The Montgomery bus boycott lasted 381 days. I'm out here trying to get through seven whole days. <laughs> These motherfuckers got through 381 motherfucking days, shawty. Like, what? How were they able to do that? Not by sending text messages, not by posting on Facebook, not by posting on Instagram. It was grassroots, door-to-door, mouth-to-mouth, church-to-church, community-to-community. In 1955, we had community. In 2016, we, and when I say we, I don't even include my motherfucking self. I'm going to just be honest. We don't know. I know some of my neighbors, though. I, and I do have relationships with them. And I do speak to people in my building, like, all the time. And I wish them well and be safe. And I speak to them throughout the day where I live at. But do I have a, a immediate relationship with the apartment next to me? No, I don't. You can't ask of people to do something outside of themselves that requires a sacrifice, something extra, something different, something not as convenient. You can't ask shit like that from people when you don't have a relationship with them. You can't. How many friends you got on Facebook? You got a you got a real relationship with like three percent of them motherfuckers. So you can get 3% of them to do something or think about something or be into something, but the rest of them, they are not feeling that. They don't know you at all. We have to restore the neighbor to the hood. We have to build communities with one another. Like the Montgomery Bus Boycott was assessed because there was a community and Rosa Parks was a part of the communities. She was well known for her work in the community. She got around. So it was like when something happened to her, People had uh, an attachment of some sort. You know what I mean? A connection like, oh, yeah, I know I know, shorty. Like, she wooed woo, You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody like, yeah, you know, um, Emily. Who the fuck is Emily? I don't know that bitch. I'm not finna no. I'm finna take my ass to Target right now because I don't know what you's talking about and I don't know who Emily is. But people knew Sister Rosa. People were not community. Not only were they in community, not only were the ch- the church, which was our key black institution, you know, through a a long for a long period of time. Churches were an integral part of in that. Um, what else was I finna say? Who the Hennessy? Leaning down on me. Leaning down on me. Yeah. Oh. So people are community. People could reach out to that. People could feel that. Um and not only that, but people provided an alternative. It wasn't like, yeah, Slim, so on Monday, we not gonna get on the bus. Um, yeah. Don't get on the bus on Monday. It was like, okay, so on Monday, we're not going to get on the bus. Where exactly is it that you need to go? Because we got somebody on the phone where I can connect and find out Well, who can ride you by there. Don't know. I know. It was some people that just walk. You know what I'm saying? Because some people is going to sacrifice. They got that heart. that uh, They lions like that. But most motherfucking people, sheep. You don't have to herd sheep into your motherfucker plan because that's just what it is. Like you, you can't just be out here on no shit. Like, um, you can't just be out here on no shit. Like, yeah. So we don't need you to boycott woo woo, woo or um get into this black this black bank. Like people in my hometown where I'm originally from, F. Statesboro, Georgia. Where would it go, blanket? They can bank online. But then you got an individual like my mother. You know, my mama can't. I'm surprised she can dial my number on that phone. She's computer illiterate. She can't really. Yeah, she's not going to be able to do that. And I can't be her personal banker in D.C. I can't. So what? what alternatives are you providing, if any? And, like, I was talking to um, one of my um, my boys that I went to Harrow with earlier. And he was like, yeah, we should do X, Y, Z, woo, woo, the woo, woo. I'm like, this is all well and dandy. But the reality is, you literally have, like, people just like, well, you know, I know some people, they only got one black business and woo. This is where we have to step up and create our own and support each other. But you have to build a community that is willing to support you. If you go to church, your goddamn church should be the first of your supporters if you open up a business that's about giving and providing for the community. You know what I'm saying? It's like you opening a business or a co-op. Come on y'all, um, there's a book. I gotta finish reading that shit. I I've been in one too many rooms and felt <coughs> inadequate because I ain't finished reading this book. There's a book called Collective Courage, and it's about co-ops, the history of African American co-ops. We gotta get into that because you can open a co-op, you can start a co-op and provide jobs and housing and food for daycare because <clears throat> a co-op can be a bunch of shit. We have to get into the mindset of doing for self, doing for each other, just starts with build a community. It just won't spring up out of nowhere. That's not real. It's not real. It's not going to happen. So... People always want to go to boycott. No, skip the protest and go to boycott. What does a successful boycott take? Let's start there. We're not even in real communication with each other, for real. Somebody came to me talking about some shit about Black Lives Matter. I was like, huh? Hmm. That shit is a hashtag, a.k.a. a moniker at best. There's no real organization. Most people operating under the Black Lives Matter, this chapter, that chapter, what are they really doing besides possibly collecting money because people don't know where else to send it? And meeting up at conferences across the country and having a good time taking selfies and drinking down to the bar at the hotel. I'll wait. They ain't doing shit. Ask them what happened to that money Beyonce and Jay-Z and the motherfuckers at Tidal, um put up. I'll wait. Because um, <laughs> motherfuckers out here being killed by the police and dealing with all this different tragedy and job loss and wages and woo 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 and people start to go humming, honey. Where is that money, Black Lives Matter? It's gone, baby. Study so we can think critically and start to question everything. And once you start to question everything, you read some more so that you can find an answer to your question. So you're able to analyze shit and come back with something sensible. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to shade nobody but the people that are intended to be shaded. Um, we all got to study more. We all got to read more. We all got to learn more. We all got to do more. But it starts in building community. We literally have to restore the neighbor back to the good. And it's some people that's just not going to cut it. Here's the bottom line, fam. We either moving back to Africa or fucking the Caribbeans or somewhere or We staying here and fighting without sacrifice and bloodshed and being uncomfortable, discomforted. We gonna be in the same fucking boat every time. People don't want to give up their little frills and their fancies. They don't. People don't want to risk no shit. And it's like we can stay here in this country. I'll end up in shambles. Or we can leave. And maybe go somewhere where it's in shambles. Or really not in shambles, but not as nice and plush as the USA. And a lot of people have this false ideology that other countries aren't developed. Listen, listen, let me tell y'all something. As it relates to the tragedies of last week. The first thing that I want to tell you is sometimes you have to unplug. Sometimes you need to unplug, and if you know that show ass, delete the maps and put that shit behind you for at least a minute. I promise you, this bad news ain't going that going nowhere. And black people are fucking magic, so that's the ain't gonna be no surprises when you come back. Self care is first, okay. Um, second. Who the Hennessy coming over me, Lord? What was what was the list that I was going over? As it comes to last week's tragedies, first self care. Unplug people for real. Meditate. Dance. Do something. Get up off of that thing and this you feel better. Get up off of that thing. Um, something. Self care for real. Dead ass. No bullshit. No skipping. No half Stephanie. Where's Sharifa? Just can't cry no more. Said I'm over you. Can't be thinking about you. Message to the suckers self care. Number two. It starts with you. You got to live. We got to live this life. We got to live this revolution. That was the power in the Panthers, G. Like, they lived this shit every day. They woke up with chores and assignments and shit to do. They lived with each other. They dedicated themselves to the community. Everything was about community work, collective energy, power, and all of that shit. Everything. They lived together, man. They studied together. They studied together. Let me say that again. They studied together. I hope somebody is listening right now, Jesus. I hope this touches you somewhere in your heart, Lord, so that you may gather with one of when there's when there's more than two that are gathered, right I'm away with Baptists excuse me if I'm quoting it wrong, but y'all where more than one is gathered, God damn it into a study group a study a study circle if you need some recommendations if you need um help on how to start or some ideas or some shit let me know 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 Boy, y'all didn't even, <laughs> y'all didn't know I had pipes. <laughs> Just at your best. You are love. You're positive. That nigga's not bad. Tyrone kick rocks. Anyway, I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. <laughs> Who this is part of the episode where my real life started blending in with the message, Jesus. I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh. I'm going through some things. I'm going through some things. I'm going through some things. This <laughs> am going through some things. Uh, Four or five months in the mouth. Must be love. Mama put up the house. To Game ain't changed, nigga. Still the same, nigga. <laughs> you have to be a no limit soldier to know where I just went. Um, but back to the task, faithful to the task at hand. Um, start a study group, yo. For real, seriously. If you need help, let me know. Um, start building community, and it could be small, and then branch out. And however you feel. Um, you can do that. Is how you do it. Like, if you feel like, you know, maybe if I did something for my neighbors, or maybe if, you know, me and my wife, me and Bay, me and my kids, me and my friends went door to door in this area and start introducing ourselves and talk about, you know, like what's going on in the world. I mean, you know, like Jehovah's Witnesses do this shit every day. Be they be building Jehovah's community. They go door to door. Are you prepared for Jehovah's return? <laughs> like, just start speaking and building with people in your immediate space, yo. Um, Ask them how they feel about what's going on. Let them talk. Figure out, you know, what it is they need. How can you support them? And then use your resources to help. That opens up the door for people. That was the SNCC model, right? So, Like I say all the time, Carnegie Woodson wrote a whole motherfucking book called A Miseducation of the Negro. And it talks about how we ain't shit if we don't take our skills, our talents, our know-how, and utilize them to uplift our community. You ain't shit if you're not doing that. Like, if you're not servicing others with what it is you know and what you can do, you ain't shit. Muhammad Ali, the champ is here. Muhammad Ali said, service to others is the the rent you pay to live on this hill motherfucking earth. Now, that's not an exact quote, but it's a pretty fucking precise um, recap on what he said. Summary. You know, um... It's a lot going on in this world, and I don't have all the answers, but I do know that it starts with community. It starts with study. Um, it starts within self. Like you got to lay this shit and like stars. Now's the time where we got to get our hearts, mind, spirit, guts. Gut health is important. Um, we the revolution starts in the kitchen, low key. Because if you're eating right, your mind and your whole shit is just clear. I don't, I can't explain it right now because I'm a lot of hen in, okay? But health is wealth. And health starts in the gut and with food and the food that you eat. And as women, we're generally people that are grocery shopping and cooking and pumping the food into ourselves and our household. And it's like... We also influence our other sisters because, man, let me tell y'all something. I would be down on my luck, back against the wind. with this vegan shit if it wasn't for my sister. Um, why was I supposed to say Ebony? I think that's the universe telling me I need to watch Players Club. But anyway, if it wasn't for my sister, April, um, being a vegan... Listen, let me tell y'all. I be down somewhere eating ain't no thing but a chicken wing, and they got good chicken where April is. She in Houston. You ever been to Houston? If you're not from Houston, I don't know what them black people in Houston is doing with the goddamn chick. But Jesus, I'm not talking about meat eating and chicken and all of that shit with steroids and estrogen. You know, I'm talking about veganism. And how I'm standing fast in it because my sister is standing fast in it. And she's such an inspiration to me. And these are the vibes that we give off to each other as women. Revolution starts in the kitchen. Health is wealth. Because without that health, you ain't shit. You ain't no good to yourself or nobody else. Um, and I love you and I want you to live a, a good, healthy, full life. Princess kids, you don't nobody else care. And like, send my quote in Tupac. Let me add to your list of readings. I said Wretched of the Earth by uh, France Fanon. I said Negroes with Guns by Robert fucking Williams. Um, Afini Shakur, um, Evolution of a Revolutionary. Um, Jasmine Guy, Wheatley. Wrote the goddamn book with Afeni Shakur. Amazing read. I started reading it um once she once a Aphini Shakur made her transition. I picked it back up um while I was traveling international. International Underground Thunder Power when I stumped the ground. Who like many elephants, orangutan? Yeah, better be a household name. Better be telling me it ain't gonna rain. Sit drop, so so now we sitting and drops are soaking wet. Innocent who try not to sweat, hit some stuff. Not to make this be the year that you won't forget. One nine nine nine. If you wanna be, oh my fault. Um, I started reading it while I was out of the country again, and it's a phenomenal read, yo. Like for real, pick that shit up because it's really helping me like put my revolutionary spirit in order for right now for real. Thank you, Mama. Apheny Shakur for that shit. Um, I got a few more minutes before I'm going to watch Ratchet TV. No, I'm reading, studying, knowing this power. I'm going to read it now. I'm going to get back into that revolution, um, evolution of a revolutionary. Anyway, Finish Shakur. Check that book out. So I I went to Africa. I, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like a real, a real housewife of right now, y'all. Like I'm feeling like Candy Birds. Why? Cause I'm still cheap and acting like I'm broke. Well, cause I'm broke. But you know Candy be acting like she broke anyway. But yeah, I most identify with Candy. My Todd took Tuck- my Todd Tucker is coming along with my baby boy or baby girl. Baby, okay. Anyway, so I have the wonderful opportunity of meeting up with half of the Black Queen Collective way in Africa. Um, but before I got there, I stopped at Instagram for the day and spent the kicking it with my sister, Ashley. Ashley is my travel agent. If you got any fucking questions, how are you doing? How you? Doing? Huh? Ashley. The Legacy Keeper on Instagram. She fixes all of my lights and my trips. Every passport stamp I have is because of Sister Ashley, okay? Passport required vacations get you one. If you're not serious, please leave The Legacy Keeper on Instagram alone. She got 50 other motherfucking things that she doing, and she trying to make build feel just like I am, but she a little more ahead of the game. Anyway... Met up with my sister Ashley in Amsterdam. Amazing time. I'm just leave it at that. I saw a little bit of shit. Southern girl with city dreams. Got a sack full of clothes and just a few dollars. Busting tables while I'm trying to sing. Well, I ain't never bust no table, but you know what I'm talking about. Went to Amsterdam, had amazing Indian food. Saw a little bit of um some shit in center city. Um... Had me some Hennessy. Um, Yeah, wonderful times in Amsterdam. Then I went from Amsterdam to Cairo. Slash Giza. Honey, I was living large, taking charge, big boy. So, all I can say is a phenomenal experience. It's like when I got off the plane and took the air walk or air step, whatever the fuck the shit is called, down, air stair, something. I forgot, my country ass looked it up. See, this is why we don't do well on standard, standardized tests. I don't know what the fuck that's called. Just to step down the plane. Anyway, I, I walked down and like, as soon as I put one toe, the feeling that came over me, mm, I was finally home. Oh, I'm already home. Nah, well, you know what I'm saying. Finally made it to the continent. Egypt is not the fucking Middle East. Look at that fucking map again. <laughs> America, you tried it. Anyway, Berlin Conference, you tried it. Went to Africa, had my black ass in Egypt, Cairo slash diesel. Young, I was down there living like a real house by Belinda. The hotel was lovely. All of my experiences outside traveling, like I got to the pyramids like, whoa, that's up. <laughs> It had some pyramids aside, it was whoa. <laughs> got up on a got up on a camera, roll around like whoa. <laughs> Took a couple pictures in the bitch like whoa. <laughs> With my whole squad be the seat like whoa. Anyway, amazing time. Amazing experience. I can't sum it up in words. Um I felt like I felt like a bull. I felt like a shitty American though because I feel like I should know some Arabic or something, you know, so largely speaking Arabic country, colonization, all of that shit, right? Um, I'm actually gonna do another episode about my trip to Africa because I'm still processing it. Like for me, I was there, but like this double consciousness is a is an interesting thing. Because I not only just enjoy myself in the history and, like, you know, ancient Kemet and all of this shit. But, like, also I was just thinking in terms of, like, imperialism and colonialism and this global system of capitalism that we've been in. And like, how that's reflected in today's society in Egypt. Anyway, whatever. So, I'll get into that Walter Rodney shit another day, honey. Um, I enjoyed myself. It was amazing. It was life-changing. Um, while I was there, I found out that a, a very good friend, that's like a brother to me, um, was was killed in a hit and run. Um, it was kind of fucked up how I found out. <laughs> I was on Instagram, like strolling and probably having a good time, poolside or pyramid side or something. Um, and I and I saw it, and it just it just hurt, you know, because life is short and I'll be losing people, and it's like, oh, I meant to do this, and it was just the other day, and I just saw this and said that, you know, whatever. Um, but it just changed my whole perspective on life, you know what I'm saying? Like, life is too short to be having bad sex and being fucked up, unclear relationships, and I came back with, like, a clear idea of, like, what it is that I want out of life. Like, Egypt was life-changing for me in that sense as well. Like, I was able to put into perspective, like, what is it that princess wants? What is it that princess needs? Like, um, I just kind of came back and was like, yo, (laughs) A.O.B., you trying to be with me or (laughs) no? Life's too short. Cause I realized like, man G, like I love the fuck out of this black man. You know what I'm saying? And like, when I found out my bro died, I kind of just thought like, man, what if it was him? And then it's like, if it was him, I would be out here like falling to fucking pieces, ready to dive like Juliet out this motherfucker for somebody that I'm not even sure about what the fuck they wanna do. And I just really need to sage my space and clear up my mind and my and my whole like portal. Um, like if that's not something that was real. And I did that. I'm feeling better now. Who'd you sweater now. Talk PM. I'm the man, girlfriend. Anyway. <laughs> I'm feeling good from my head to my shoe life is short baby tell my sisters know what you want and go get it nothing you're asking for is too much it's that simple um, you know what I'm saying we out here riding around in the car with a man and police knocking them down like Know who you riding with and know who riding with you. Let that, let that be a sister Sunday message since I didn't give one this week. Um, Times is crazy. People get ready because the train is coming. Don't need no ticket. You just get on board. The revolution is coming, baby, whether you want it or not. Like, last week, man, that shit in Dallas, man, I'm only going to spend like 30 seconds on that shit or less. That's some fucked up shit. The real fucked up shit is that they killed our brother with a fucking robot bomb. And the bullshit ass quotes that they giving that he said, I don't believe that shit. I'm so sorry that his fucking parents... Believe the shit that they selling. I ain't buying it, and you ain't buying it either, cause I said so. It's a lot of shit going on, y'all. It's real out here for real. And I said when Ferguson happened in Baltimore that like we're at war. Literally, the state is ready. We are not. Get your mind right. I wanted to. Um... Ooh, <laughs> this <laughs> this a man about a dog. <laughs> get your mind right. Um, oh, hold on one second. Get your mind right. Um, Goody Mob in nineteen ninety five said that we fighting for our spirit and our mind. In order to prepare yourself, the first thing that you need to do is get your mind right for real. Until next week, I'm out, peace.